Welcome to the Carmali Exchange. And I'm Faisal Carmali. And yes, we are getting geared up for this election. And one of the industries and associations out there that I think needs to have a voice in this federal election is the Hospitality Association. And so we have the president of the Alberta Hospitality Association here, Ernie Sue. He's also the owner of Trolley 5 Brewery. Ernie, thank you for joining me today. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Faisal. So let's start getting into this conversation about the federal election. It's coming up soon. Um, when we talk about the hospitality industry, many people think it's only a local and provincial matter. It doesn't really, you know, it doesn't make an impact to, uh, to business owners in your association uh, when it comes to the federal government. What are some of the concerns that you see from your members and from yourself being an owner yourself when it comes to the federal government? Well, for the federal government, and you know, this is where uh, I know for our association, we work in line with Canada Restaurants Association. And, you know, they keep putting the data out that uh, seems to somewhat be ignored by the federal government at this time. You know, the amount of jobs that our industry um, facilitates uh, across the country is, is massive. You can say create. You can say create. You guys create jobs. Yeah, we, we, we create, we facilitate. And these are jobs that, um, you know, provide young professionals that go on to, you know, their fields. They all go on to be doctors or lawyers or so forth. It gives them the ability to have, you know, an open schedule that they can work around all of their schooling with as well as, um, more importantly, just giving them the chance to make money while they're in school, pay their tuition. And so when, when it comes to the federal government and because of the, the, the type of employee you have, what would you like to see the federal government do to, to help some of the concerns that your industry has? Well, I think number one has to be, has to be uh, public confidence in our industry again. We, we need to know as an industry that we're not getting locked down. Um, you know, I think it's been proven in, in a lot of regions that the lockdowns have not worked. And if it's going to be a lockdown, it has to be a true lockdown. It cannot be, you know, uh, industry targeted lockdowns that, um, you know, data has shown has just not worked. So right now it'd be public confidence in, in the standards that our industry has set throughout COVID. Uh, you know, when you look at hospitality industry across the country, look at the amount of money hospitality is invested and the measures that that have come against hospitality in terms of the standards for each guest entering our building uh, comparatively to other sectors it's you know hospitality is underneath the highest standards underneath the highest restrictions with the most amount of money invested into trying to stay open uh, after ha having that money invested now you've been locked down you know it's it's a double-edged sword you're getting cut twice you know, some of the provinces, ours here, are opening up. Restaurants are opening up. Um, the concern that I hear from many of the members in your association are we just can't get people to come back to work. The, the, this, the labor issue. Yeah, the labor issue is, is number one tied to the lockdowns. You know, uh, if you've been laid off twice, why, you know, why would you be laid off a third time, right? So... A lot of our talent in our industry, especially on the culinary side, has gone on to other sectors, uh, you know, to have that more stable paycheck. Uh, they will, they're leaning back right now, seeing, you know, how this fourth wave might happen. And if another lockdown comes, then it's going to be very tough to get 
uh, people, you know, back into our industry, the young talent, right? So um, that is the number one factor right now. Do you, Ernie, do you think that it's because of the lockdown that they're not coming back or because there's been the government programs like EI and CERB that said, you know what, I, I don't need to take this risk. I've got enough money coming in from the government. I don't have to come to work. Do you think that's a part of the problem? That has been a lot of feedback from our industry in Alberta for sure is, uh, the, you know, the CERB is, has, has played a key part in a lot of people not coming back. It's the middle of summer, right? So I think they count a lot of workers out there might look at it as, well, I could take the rest of the summer off and take advantage of the syrup. But the number one component is is the lockdowns, the the opening and the closing and the non-confidence of having a steady paycheck uh, coming in. Is, it would be probably the number one factor, especially here in Alberta. Yeah, I see the lockdowns more of a provincial matter versus a federal matter. Correct me if I'm wrong on that part. But I also see that the the EI serve an incentive to get back to work is the federal opportunity here. One idea that was thrown around among some of the politicians I've been speaking to is a back to hospitality work incentive. And let me give you the example. One candidate said to me, it would be neat to see that if you got gratuity as a server or being tipped out in the back of the, of the house and so forth, you're gonna get a 50% reduction on the tax bill. So instead of paying your full tax rate, you're supposed to, you'll get 50%. So now there's an incentive to get back into work. Or making some sort of concessions to the employee to encourage them to get off the programs of EI and get into work again by giving them some benefit beyond what they were receiving on CERB. What are your thoughts about those types of ideas that some of these politicians have been talking to me about? I mean, we're already seeing incentives pop up within our own industry. Um, you know, signing bonuses, uh, quarterly bonuses, if you make that quarter. You know, if something, if, if, a, if a grant like that came through for our industry, it would be massive. And, you know, number one, uh, not only would it get more people off of EI and back working, okay, but number two is the young professionals that are in school, it would now provide them that confidence that they could come back to our industry, have a freewheeling schedule that they could work around their, their you know, their education with, uh, to be able to get through school. So yes, a federal program like that would be massive. And we, we also have to remember hospitality is one of the top three employers across this country, period, right? So um, we're not just talking about, you know, one industry. We're talking about an industry that supplies hundreds and hundreds of thousands of jobs across this country. When it comes to your industry and the business that you guys run, sometimes we're hearing that the the supply chain issues that we're seeing, getting proper product, food, beverages uh, into your location is becoming a challenge. Tell me, give me a bit more understanding of what it's like to be a business owner in your industry with the supply chain issue. All the supply chain issues have, uh, I mean, they've wreaked havoc, havoc on our industry. Everything from glassware to you know, for uh, during the time when patios, these patio extensions were allowed, lumber was up by 256%. Uh, so cost of installing a patio had skyrocketed up. And then everything from beef to chicken to vegetables, all of the food costs have gone up as well. Um, you know, so it's been a challenge. The, the supply chain management is, is affecting our industry in, in all ways, especially restaurants that are trying to open right now brand new restaurants that are trying to open and 
give back to this economy and get people working, you know, they're paying upwards of 35 to 40% over what their targeted budget would be just due to the supply chain management. Wow, wow, wow. So, so how, do you, how do you tackle that as a business owner in an industry that you don't know if there's going to be a shutdown or not, so you're trying to gauge, you're going to try to guess what the government's going to do next. Um, you don't know the, the volume of customers are coming because of this pandemic, and then you've got a supply chain issue. How do you deal with that? As a, with, the, with all those things coming, how do you deal with that supply chain issue to make it easier so you're not overbuying or underbuying, your inventory is in line, you're able to turn your product, your turnover is actually doing quite well. How do you, how do you deal with all those types of issues? Well, number one, I think the public support has been ex excellent for our industry, um, and, you know, especially in Alberta. Uh, coming out of this last lockdown um, in late June, you know, to right now, we've seen strong support from the public in, in, in all restaurants, which is great to see. So revenues are starting to come back. It'll still take, about, take our industry about 18 months to two years to, to kind of be whole again from the last 15 months of lockdowns. But in terms of the supply chain management, um, it's up to us to keep working with, as closely as we can with the government to educate them as to exactly what's happening um, with the struggles in our industry, not just the supply chain management, but the labor issues as well. So uh, at a provincial level, I would say communication has been very good between us and uh, our provincial government in terms of another lockdown. Uh, you know, way back in early June, we had asked them for, you know, please come up and give our province some targeted metrics. So if it's vaccines versus daily case count versus R rating versus hospitalization, why would you not just apply a metric to each of those versus vaccinations or double vax so that every industry and, and quite frankly, education as well, looks at those targets and knows if those, if those metrics start to rise in a certain area that there could be some measures coming. From that standpoint, now us as restaurants might slow down our ordering, might not have that inventory issue. In, and there were a number of lockdowns provincially that um, came far too fast where uh, restaurants ended up having to throw inventory out and or do donate it to charity. You know, 90% of the restaurants were able to get that inventory to charity, but at the end of the day, it's still a loss. And it's a massive loss to the bottom line. You know, we have been listening to a lot of your members uh, and their concerns uh, for the past, I'm going to call it two years, even before the pandemic in this province, it was not easy. It was not, there was a lot of change happening. Um, and so we've been listening to them and their concerns. And so what I'm really looking forward to is having you, uh, your members of the association come out to our session on September 11th. We are gonna have candidates from every party. We've invited all of them to come out and we're gonna have a conversation. We're gonna pass that mic to you so you can speak on behalf of your association, ask those questions that you need from the federal government. I think you've made some good points about labor. I think you've made some great points about supply chain. I think these are issues that we can definitely do. The, 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 the monitoring and getting proper data is very important. Um, and, and, and I think that we would love to have you and your association, all your members come out, so we will be in contact about that. Ernie, if there's one thing that you could do, if you were on the new Prime Minister's team, that you would say this is the number one thing the federal government should focus on uh, before we end this podcast, what would you, what would you tell the, the federal government that we need to do to help your industry? 
I, I would tell the federal government, not just from our industry, but from the fitness industry to every industry, is to create a panel of industry experts, not uh, not cabinet ministers that have never worked a day in our industry or have never worked in the fitness industry or or uh, you know the hair dressing fit, you know the cosmetology industry. You know, you need to have industry experts that have actually have the, have the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours to give you the feedback as to what is the best way to recovery instead of, um, you know, waiting for the issues to start arising and then trying to backtrack to fix. Uh, there are hundreds of thousands of people still unemployed, but to get them back to work, it's going to take in incentivization. And, you know, that would be the number one thing, especially from hospitality, is to get hospitality experts at the act at the table not just in a stakeholder engagement get them to be part of the solution um, not the problem I believe that your industry has not had the opportunity from the the uh, the levels of government to actually have your voice heard and your your uh, ideas administered and so that's why on September 11th I want you there I want your team all your members there so we can bring that as much as we can let these politicians know that this is a industry that we can turn this entire country around. And I would really love to have you there. Ernie, I, I, uh, I want to thank you so much for taking out the time today uh, to spend it with me and talk about the issues that are happening in the hospitality industry. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Faisal. We've been joined by Ernie Sue, owner of Trolley 5 Brewery and the president of the Alberta Hospitality Association. Don't forget on the Carmali Exchange, live September 11th, we were going to be having tickets out there for you to come on out and to actually speak your voice as a business owner to these politicians. We'd love to have you there. We'll give you more details shortly or just connect to us on my website, FaisalCarmelli.ca. Take care.